Hello, everybody. Today is a very special day. We are going country. And what I mean by that is my guest today, and she and her family own an apple and pear farm. It was very interesting speaking with her and learning the process and how much work goes into it and the hours they spend, you know, countless hours up in the middle of the night just to make sure that it gets what it needs to last till the morning. And yeah, it's, it's crazy on top of that. She's in college and she's just such a friendly person and I know you guys are going to love her. So without further ado, here's Katie Thornton this week on TikToking with me, Kevin Hughes. Enjoy. TikToking, TikToking. Where creators come to play. TikToking, a TikToking. Find out what they have to say. TikToking, a TikToking. Fascinating interviews. TikToking, a TikToking. TikToking with Kevin Hughes. Welcome to TikToking. I am your host, Kevin Hughes, and today my guest is Katie Thornton. How are you? <laughs> Doing great. So where are you from? I'm from a small town called Tenasket up in north central Washington. Um, middle of nowhere. Doesn't even have a stoplight, but I love it. Oh, wow. So how close are you to Olympia? Oh, Olympia is like six hours from me. Okay. That's where I was born, and that's why I'm asking. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. yeah. So you grew up there? You were born and raised there? Yeah, I was actually born in my house on the farm. I was one of those home births. Oh, so wow. I was, I was literally born on the farm. Cool. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. And and how old are you? I'm 19. 19. Yep. So you're, you're a college girl then? Yep. I'm going to Washington State University right now. I'm getting my marketing degree and I've been enjoying it. Nice. Yeah. yeah. Could you kind of describe to everybody what you do on social media, like what kind of content you provide and and why you do what you do? Um, yeah. So <laughs> what do I do? Um, <laughs> mainly what I do like on my TikTok is I try to use my platform to kind of like give people insight into what it's like to be a farmer. Um especially growing apples and pears like I do. There's not a whole lot of representation out there um, for that industry. And so like, I started off doing videos with like my dad. Um, and I had TikTok when it was like, it wasn't super popular yet. And so I was like, I don't even know what's going on with this app. Um, and then I started getting a bunch of views and I was like, are these even real views? Like, I don't even, I don't know. And then... I started building enough of a following. I had like 30,000 followers and I was like, you know what? I should actually like start talking about farming. Um, and so I talk a lot about apples and like show the growing process and all that goes into it. And then of course I have a lot of videos with my dad and then I have, I'm interested in trucks. And so I do relatable content with that kind of stuff. Okay, very cool. So, can you briefly, if if you if that's even possible, <laughs> kind of describe the process of of the apple farm? Oh my goodness. Okay, so 
there it's a it's a year-round operation of course um so right now little buds are coming onto the trees and it's important to um do this process called pruning um because it's important to make these cuts to your trees so the nutrients that they're pulling from the ground are not going to a place that's not actually going to produce uh good fruit so our crews are out right now um just pruning and there's still snow on the ground and then uh, we move into bloom season so that all those little buds turn into blooms and then dad and I and um, some other guys that work for us we get up in the middle of the night and we go turn on these things called wind machines and um, those are to protect those little blooms from freezing since those blooms turn into the fruit it's really crucial that they don't freeze or get frost damage so we get up in the middle of the night and we turn those on um, and it's quite the it's quite the adventure actually like I love doing that um, but we're all pretty tired and cranky by the end of the frost season and then you move into summertime and those little blooms start to turn into little fruit and then you thin those um, which means you just basically take off any apples that aren't going to be the biggest um, fruit. So you want to make sure those nutrients are again going to the fruit that's going to be the best. Um, and then all summer long we're just like doing irrigation and you know uh, spraying and protecting those trees and then you move into harvest time. Wow that is a big process. So when you say middle of the night are you meaning like two in the morning you get up or? Yeah so what we'll do is like we check um, what the forecast is like and then I mean, the forecast isn't always accurate, so I, this is why I always say, like, farmers, you just have to have a feel for your land, and especially with growing apples and pears, you have a lot of contours to your land, so you have little pockets of cold, and you just need to know where those areas are, and so you try to keep your temperatures above freezing, of course, um, and those wind machines, um, what they do is basically they stir up the air because hot air rises, and um, so when you stir up the air, that warm air kind of comes down and helps protect those little blooms. So, yeah, we'll get up at, like, sometimes 1230, sometimes 2 in the morning. Kind of just depends. Wow. Yeah, that seems like a lot of work, especially with school on top of that. I mean, you're probably – thank you for fitting me in, I guess I should be saying. <laughs> no, I, I mean, I'm stuck right here in uh, school right now, but next weekend I'll go home and – um, no, that's the stuff I just absolutely love. So if it's, if it's a passion of mine, it's no, no big deal to me. Sure. And the, the marketing degree, are you going to utilize that with the family business? Yeah. Um, so like growing up and seeing like the farming side of things and then what we do is we grow our fruit and we take it to a warehouse and then it's basically, um, it, it gets sold through, other people, it's other people's job to sell the fruit. And so, um, if I go into that side of things, I feel like I can really make a difference in making money for the farmers. Mm -hmm. Um, so that's exactly what I'm going to do is get my degree in marketing and possibly sales and then go and sell fruit and hopefully make an impact on the industry that way. Yeah. So does your family have I guess a particular client that they sell to like does, or do all you farmers get together and you kind of sell as a whole to one person or how does that work? Um, so we take to two different warehouses. 
Um, Chelan Fruit, it, it's been a cooperative. Um, it just got bought out, though, but um, they would have their own sales desk, <coughs> sell fruit to um, various retailers like Walmart, etc. And also, Stemilt's warehouse is owned by um, pretty much like one family, and they have a lot more control that way. Um, but we don't have any control and where our fruit goes. Okay. So you basically all sell it to a warehouse and then they distribute it all on their own. Gotcha. So what's your favorite part about doing the apple farm? Doing the apple. Just the fact that you're always doing something different every day because I don't like doing like monotonous work, you know, where you're just like every day is the same thing. That's why I think I'd struggle with like, a everyday office job I just I like to like be on the move on the go I always like to get myself into situations where I have a story to tell at the end of the day um (laughs) and that's what I love about farming and especially with like the fruit industry there's just always something new you're moving into um and I love that and there's there's so many opportunities to learn I'm like I'm such a uh I'm very aware that my brain is at a stage where it's super absorbent so I like to learn as much as I can right now and the farm provides a lot of opportunity that way. So are apples the only thing you guys farm or do you farm other fruits or anything else as well? Um, We actually are like 60% pears, 40% apples. I just have the interest in apples and my dad has more of the interest in pears. And that that actually sounds really cool like I got to ask, so you guys eat a lot of, like, apple pie and, like, things with apples and pears, like, all the time? (laughs) Everyone always asks us this. Um, (laughs) I love, like, baking and stuff, but I don't do it that much. Thankfully, like, I started a a little business when I was in high school selling fruit locally. And so all of, like, the housewives I'd sell to, they would give me apple pies or apple, like, preservatives and stuff. And so I get to enjoy those, but... For the most part, my family just, like, eats them straight off the tree. I was going to say, you probably go to the doctor, and they're like, holy cow, you are super healthy. You're like, well, yeah, I eat apples <laughs> every day, all day. <laughs> exactly. No, I haven't been to the doctor in probably a year and a half, so. Well, then you must be healthy, if you know what I mean, unless you're just choosing not to go. <laughs> well, a little bit. <laughs> so when you got on TikTok, how long ago was that? Mm probably two years ago okay so 2020 yeah okay i was hoping because you said you got on early on it might have been a little bit earlier than that okay yeah well that'd be awesome because you'd be my first guest that didn't get on the app in 2020 no i think it would it would have been before that i'm trying to think it might have been late Mm, summer of 2019 i think okay yeah so you were on early Mm -hmm. that's awesome and what made you decide to get on to tiktok (laughs) um there was a bunch of ads on snapchat for it and i was still you know mourning the loss of the app uh vine and i was like oh this looks kind of cool like just downloaded it um and then, like, I was just mostly watching, and then I'd post stuff from my camera roll of our trucks, and then I was like, hmm, 
it's actually pretty cool. And everyone's like, TikTok's weird. I'm like, no, guys, like, it's really cool, actually. <laughs> so Vine's not a thing anymore? I don't think so. Okay. I I didn't realize that. I So I never got into Snapchat. Um, just wasn't my thing. I got into Facebook, got onto Instagram, but didn't really do much with Instagram. And now I use it mainly for this podcast. Like I'll post my guests that I have. And, um, that's how I connect with people usually is through Instagram. Cause that's an open forum. You don't have to be friends to message each other, you know? No, exactly. So that's usually how I do it. But I never really messed with Snapchat, but I remember when Snapchat came out, it was strictly just, you send a photo to somebody, but it was only available for, I don't know, 30 seconds or and you had to like hold your thumb on it the whole entire time. And do you remember that? No, I, I mean, I got Snapchat when I was like in fifth grade, but I don't remember that. So what year? Okay, so this had to have been 2012, 11, maybe. Yeah, I don't think I don't think I got it to like 2014 or 15. Okay, so it must have changed drastically from that time to that time. But um yeah, I so I just never got it. I'm like, why do I want to send someone a picture that's available for 30 seconds? I just it wasn't my thing. And what I like about TikTok is people are like, "Oh, you waste so much time on there." But I'm like, actually, it's the most effective algorithm because it's showing you like exactly what you're interested in. And stuff. So if you want 15 minutes, just kind of kick back. At least you're not seeing the same thing over and over again. Um, and then for like the farming side of things, I love it because you're you're reaching audiences you wouldn't normally reach. Right. Um, because it just it sends it out to such a large group of people, and so you're not just you're you're not just stuck in your little niche the whole time. Yeah, and so when you're on there, I actually found you on one of your lives. And, yeah. and that's typically how I do it. So I don't ask every single person that I see to be on this show. I typically go through lies because, you know, videos, they, you know, they could just be fake. Well, I feel like when I'm seeing someone live, I can get a feel for their energy, a feel for how they talk. I can get a feel for, you know, their personality. And so if I find someone that's truly interesting i'm like okay these people would be cool to talk to so i came across yours and man i'm trying to remember exactly but i want to say you were in a car <laughs> is that right um does that sound I right i don't know was was this like a couple like last week or the week before or something i think it was last last week no i was just stuck in my dorm room <laughs> okay well, okay i could be wrong but for some Whatever it was, I, I watch a lot of lives, so I apologize. Yeah. <laughs> but um, there was something that, I guess, attracted me to watch your live, and I was like, okay. I was like, yeah, she seems fun. And I don't care how old you are. You could be 15 or you can be 90. You know, if you, if you present something I feel would be good for the show, then I'm going to ask you. And I hope it didn't seem weird when I came across and I was like, hey, you want to be a guest on my podcast? <laughs> you know, and... I, that's the only way I can communicate it, though. You know, I, I don't know how else to do it. So, I was excited. Um, I'm very much so a uh, if a door's open, might as well go through it. So I love like just new things like that. And I'm so glad that you thought I was interesting enough because 
when I'm at school, I feel like I'm lacking in content because I'm stuck here studying my life away. Well, and that's what I was going to ask. So what are your hours farming every day? I know you get in the middle, get up in the middle of the night, but if you have to farm and go to school during the day, like how does that work? Um, so right now I'm full-time school, but when I'm back home, like it, it literally just depends on the day. Um, during the winter time, there's not a whole lot to do. Um, so I like go around with dad and like, we'll check on our horse and, um, do some other stuff, go fix things, make sure you're keeping things warm, um, preventing pipes from freezing and all that kind of stuff. Uh, in the summertime, it'll be like, you can kind of make your own hours, I guess. You do a lot of stuff in the evening, um, just cause that's when things cool down. Cause believe it or not, like it gets up to, I think we had a week of 110 degrees plus. Oh, wow. Solid, yeah. Um, so you don't spend too much time outside or it's ridiculous. Um, but a lot of running around on four-wheelers doing irrigation and stuff. But I couldn't give you a whole, um, what my hours are actually like because it really depends. I didn't realize it got that warm over there. Yeah, I, I- the land of four seasons, I'm telling you. Well, and I live in Colorado, so I also get four seasons. Like right now, we're getting dumped with snow. We're supposed to get like, I think, 16 inches. Oh, by, Yeah. So, so yeah, I feel you on the four seasons. I, I mean, but our summers, we'll hit, I don't know, we'll hit a 100 degrees, 105, like maybe a couple days out of the year, but it's typically between 90 and 100 for their summers but yeah i hadn't i i always think when you think of washington and maybe it's a stereotype stereotypical washington but like you think of rain all (laughs) the time right no that's um because i live in north central washington so that's more of a desert climate Mm. actually um and that's what makes fruit grow so well there is because it's got a bit more arid temperatures and um but that, that also means you get very little rain. Uh, we get more snowfall than we do rain. Um, over break, I think we got over a foot of snow. And then it also got down to like negative three. Which, that was an adventure in itself. Yeah. We were running around and turning on space heaters. And it was ridiculous. <laughs> so I've never... I've been on farms, but I've never worked on a farm or ran a farm or anything. And I watched the ranch on Netflix. So now have you seen that? Yeah. (laughs) Okay. So now every time I think of farming, like my mind goes there, like, and, and I'm sure that, you know, that's totally Hollywood is anything like what they do for the most part. I mean, maybe some of their, cause you know, they did cattle, but, uh, you know, so it's different than fruit, but I mean, that's a scripted series, you know, it's not actually, real life. I mean, the the ranch actually has pretty accurate representation of what it's like to have a family-owned and operated business when it comes to farming. Because, I mean, it's just, like, you got each other, and there's some days you come in and, like, there's several episodes or something happens with the cattle or like the financial stuff and you just kind of feel defeated, but at least you have each other and there's always the dynamics of everyone's strengths and weaknesses like is shown on that show. Like, uh, 
the difference between rooster and colt and um I, there's a lot of similarities there with me and my siblings and then just like how Bo, <laughs> the dad in that show is like gets all crotchety and doesn't like the newfangled stuff that's kind of how my dad is sometimes and it's just there is a lot more accuracy um than i would say yellowstone has okay and i haven't seen yellowstone yet so i can't compare that but well, bravo, Ashton Kutcher. I never thought he could pull something off that accurate. <laughs> <You know. laughs> that was the next question I was going to ask you, actually, was uh, do you have siblings then? Yeah, so I have an older brother, an older sister, and a younger brother. Okay, and do they all participate on the farm as well? Um, my older brother did uh, quite a bit when he was in high school, but he is now a civil engineer over in Seattle. And then my sister is a history and English teacher in the Olympia area, like where you're from. And um, But my younger brother does help quite a bit, um, especially since he's the last sibling there full time right now. Mm -hmm. um, so he'll hop in and, and help where he can. And he actually is, he's been running my business while I'm at school. So huh. getting some experience there. Well, that's awesome. And, and from everything I know, you have a really close relationship with your father. Yeah. Which is awesome. Now, are all you siblings like that? Are you guys all close and close with your parents? Or are you guys like kind of separate? Like you're closer to your dad and maybe they're closer to somebody else? Or um, They've all got their different ways of like connecting with my dad. Um, my sister, she's like an absolute like history buff and so is my dad and so they have their connection that way and also like super into music like old country music my older brother really um a lot of sports and just like my dad and him had a lot of uh like my dad would coach him and stuff when he was younger and then my younger brother is really into baseball and that's how they're connected but dad and I probably have the most connection because he always says I'm the female version of him because yeah. we share a lot of interests. And then also I'm the one that's like the most interested in farming and we share a lot of passions that way. Okay. Well, that's really cool. <laughs> yeah. So did you tell him you were coming onto this podcast? Yes, I did. He's like, I don't even know what a podcast is. <laughs> <laughs> but he wants to, he wants to listen to it. So I'll have to share it with him. Yeah, Absolutely. I guess go back a little bit. So when you go live, like what do you enjoy about going live on TikTok? Um, well, I only go live on TikTok when I like feel like I have enough energy that I can like, I feel like I'll affect someone's day positively. I don't like to do lives and be just like sitting there like, hi. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I just, <laughs> it's only when I have like, my normal amount of energy like this is how I am usually but sometimes the school I feel a little bit drained and I'm like I just want to take a nap um but my big thing about lives is like I want to interact with people and be positive and just make someone smile I yeah. guess do you encounter a lot of trolls on your live feed no actually actually I have a pretty like positive social media following um, which is surprising. Like, I don't get hardly any haters. Sometimes people have misconceptions about, like, like the farming side of things and sprays and stuff. Um, I guess the only thing was, like, 
uh, my video with my dad that went viral uh, of me, like, polishing an apple and, like, us just joking around. And some people are, like, take things really oddly and they're like, oh, sweet home Alabama. And I'm just like, okay, that's just weird. But those are not my <laughs> followers. Like, I my followers are, like, honestly some of the most supportive people ever. And it makes me happy. And what about on uh... – your content alone do you ever i guess have people going into your stuff and and giving you a hard time other than what you just said um some guy made fun of my forehead once for being large um (laughs) and then i guess the only thing like i ever have is like okay like go give your truck back to your daddy now and that kind of thing because people don't i don't know if you drive a diesel truck and you're a girl, it's automatically like, oh, that's your dad's or that's your boyfriend's truck. Like, you're just so, making a TikTok with it. <laughs> yeah, and what kind of truck do you have? I have a 95 F two fifty seven three power stroke. Wow, that's a big truck. Yeah, I love <laughs> it. It's It's got a five-speed in it, and I've dumped so much money into it to try to make it run well. And ha- uh, Yeah, and how tall are you? I'm five, six and a half. Okay. <laughs> okay. So yeah, that's not too bad. Yeah. That's a big truck. That, yeah. I bet that's fun though. It is so much fun. Cause okay. The amount of times I'll be driving and you see some like little chick in her Jeep or something and she pulls <laughs> up and she's kind of expecting some guy to be in there. And I'm like, it's me. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I, I do like every time I stop for fuel somewhere, Someone starts a conversation with me about my truck, and um, I don't know. It's very me. Me and yeah. that truck fit well together. You mentioned earlier you have just one horse, or do you have multiple horses? I used to have three horses, but now I'm down to one. Actually, my first horse uh, got attacked by a cougar, we believe. Holy cow. Yeah, that was an adventure. Yeah. That was actually one of the saddest experiences I've ever had. Yeah, that's but, really sad. Yeah, I went out to ride him one day, and he his like his leg was cut, and like the tendon was cut too, and then he uh, he passed out from blood loss, and then he woke up again and like stood up, which was even more awful. Ugh. Um, and you can I couldn't get a hold of any of the vets; they were all busy, and it was uh, late November. It was getting cold, and so we just had to make the decision to put him down because it'd be really hard to to get him back to yeah. a desirable living condition. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. But now I just have Sheena. She's my thoroughbred mare. <laughs> and so you ride horses then? Yeah. Um, when I have time, I love doing that, especially during the summers. Um so, like, our house is on the backside of a of a mountain called Whitestone Mountain, and I love to fish in Whitestone Lake, and I love Whitestone Mountain for riding, doing trail rides. It's about 5,000 acres, and the ranchers that we're neighbors with have given me permission to ride up there, and I absolutely love it. I think that would be a really cool experience. It's an experience everyone should have, and it's just, like, it's so peaceful, um... When I go on trail rides up there, like, you never know what you're going to see. 
Um, sometimes you'll see a bear. Um, I always pack a pistol just in case because there have been cougars up there. And um, But there's just a sense of peace. Like, you're just up there. It's quiet. Um, just roaming around up there. Just sagebrush. <laughs> yeah. Have you ever had to use your gun to scare off an animal? No, thankfully not. But I okay. did. I did kill like a little flicker <laughs> one time because I was bored. <laughs> but, what's what's a flicker? Um, they're kind of like similar to a woodpecker, but they're not an actual woodpecker. They just make holes everywhere. Oh, okay. Yeah. So it's a bird of some sort. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Huh? Yeah, I'd never heard of those before. No, they're they're up where I live. All right. And, and what other social media platforms are you on? I'm on Instagram, and I do have Facebook, but I pretty much use Facebook just for my business. But TikTok and Instagram are... And I guess I do have Snapchat. Snapchat is a public. Um, people can subscribe to me. Okay. And are you the same name all the way across? Oh, no. See, I this is what I need to do is I need to make everything the same name. But Instagram is Caitlin Jill Thornton. Um, and then my Snapchat is Katie, K-A-T-Y, and then the number one, and then Thornton, T-H-O-R-N-T-O-N. And do you have a goal that you're trying to accomplish with social media, or are you just doing it for fun? Um, it's honestly turned into more of like a, like a job for me. Like, since I am so heavily involved in agriculture, and there's not many other people in my industry especially that have um the audience that i have and so i want to continue to build that i'm almost to two hundred thousand on tiktok so i'm trying to reach that goal here in the next couple of weeks um i'm at 198k i think nice um, but i just want to keep doing it but also like it's easy to be like oh i, I really just i just want to get more followers and then you do stupid things i'm trying to keep it like even Kiel, I tried to keep it clean, wholesome content for the most part. and um, So that's kind of my goal is just to, to stay consistent, but okay. build a solid platform. Okay. And what about on your, your farm? Do you guys only sell to warehouse the warehouse or do you guys also sell on your own? Um. So right now we're working on buying a warehouse and it's actually the warehouse my great grandpa built back in the day um, that we lost some sometime in I might it might have been the seventies. Um, but it's for sale again and we're really trying to buy that because I would love to expand my business. It's called Kate's Crates and I would love to have like a fleet of truck, especially since I'm interested in trucks. Um, I'd like to have some some nice Peterbilts and then um, Using my following, I know there's enough people that are interested, and I'd like to do more direct sales um, that way. Okay, yeah, and that's why I was asking. I was going to ask if you wanted to maybe plug your guys' business and tell people where they can order from if they were interested. Well, if anyone's ever up in Tenasket, Washington, or the area, just look up Kate's Crates, and you can get fruit um, probably from late August to... Mid-January is when we have fruit. Um, but right now we're, we're moving into another growing season, so you got to stay tuned. But I did order um, 
a bunch of peach trees and nectarine trees and what else did I get? A some more apricot trees. So I'll okay. have some more variety of fruit. In the coming years, though, is when I really hope to expand my, my business. <laughs> okay. And do you have a website as well? Um, I don't have a website. I just have a Facebook page, Kate's Crates, K-A-I-T-S, and then C-R-A-T-E-S. <laughs> Perfect. So I have a, uh, a fast round that I like to do with my guests. Um, it, it's really just really simple questions just to kind of get to know you a little bit better. So if okay. that's okay, we can do that. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. So what is your favorite movie and your favorite TV show? My favorite movie is Smoking the Bandit, and my favorite TV show, ooh, um, right now, <laughs> it's honestly Golden Girls, because it's just a feel-good show. <laughs> yeah, I love Golden Girls. That's an awesome show. <laughs> and what yeah. about your favorite restaurant? Favorite restaurant? Like chain? A anything, like your favorite place to eat. Oh, back home, there's this, like, I guess it is kind of a chain now. Um, there's this taco truck. It's called Pablo's Tacos. Anyone in the Tenasket area knows. Those are the best street tacos ever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and what about, uh, what is your most commonly used emoji? Oh, um, <laughs> either uh, the laughing face just for communication purposes, but also like the one that's just like grinning, just it's got kind of squinty eyes and it's just like cheese. <laughs> I feel like that just embodies my personality. I was going to say, I love how you had, you described it with the actual facial expression. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what is one thing or goal I should say that you would like to accomplish by the end of 2022? End of 2022. Ooh. I kind of want to hit 300K on TikTok. Like, that's a goal for me. Um, okay. And then maybe I'd love to partner with Black Rifle Coffee Company. Ooh, that would be cool. Yeah. I mean, I, I partner with Yee Apparel, and I love them. I just, I've always thought Black Rifle Coffee Company is cool, and I'd love to learn more about their operation. Yeah. And finally, who is your favorite TikTok creator? My favorite TikTok creator? Oh. I can't even remember people's, like, names. Like, there's <laughs> some people that I follow that I'm not, like, friends with. Mm -hmm. um, and it's it's the, the young gal that has twins. I don't know. I don't know, like, even their names or whatever. But the, that's one of my favorites. And then I love um, Farmer Froberg and uh shiloh farms like those two are super passionate about what they do and i love they're just they're good friends of mine okay yeah <laughs> all right well kate it's been so much fun talking to you and i feel like i'm a little bit more educated in the apple farming world <laughs> thank you and you're always welcome to come see the apple farm whenever you want to oh my gosh that would be amazing i'm not gonna lie i've always wanted to see that process so i might take you up on that offer <laughs> come on up <laughs> all right well thank you for taking the time out of your busy schedule with school and everything else going on and having a little chat with me yes of course i love doing this kind of stuff and i love meeting new people well awesome and yeah it was very nice meeting you and 
uh, you can come on the show anytime you want. Just let me know. Okay, I would love to. Maybe I'll do some some more living, so I'll have some more stories to tell you. <laughs> okay, yeah, absolutely. You tell me when, and we'll make it happen. But right now, I'm uh, I'm starting to get into hunting, so maybe I'll have some stories when it comes to that. I would like to hear those stories, to be <laughs> honest. So, <laughs> so it's an adventure with me. <laughs> no, that's great. I love it. Well, thank you so much, and I guess we will, I'm sure, talk very soon. Sounds good to me. <laughs> All right, thanks. Yes. All right, bye-bye. Tick-talking, tick-talking, tick-talking with Kevin Hughes. Well, that was amazing, as usual. And I truly do want to go to that apple farm. I, I, I meant it when I said I really wanted to see that process. It's pretty cool to hear about it and get a little bit more educated, but she was she was fun she was a lot of fun and nicest girl ever and it was just a great conversation and i'm very excited to have her back on the show one day and tell some more cool stories but thank you all for listening and as always i will have another fantastic guest right here on TikToking with me kevin hughes so please be ready listen up and if i don't see you good afternoon good evening and good night bye bye now